52. That's that'll do it. All right. Um, <laughs> I do. It's uh, more like a claw I do the Indiana <laughs> Jones like. Can't you pull you real close into the sign? Like yeah, nice, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> maybe you climb you by my foot, so I'm hanging upside down with like my head dragging in the acid. <laughs> so she uses her big talons to scoop you up, so you don't you don't fall into the, the, the slime and smack into the danger jello again. And, no, you uh, just smack into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and you enter into the structure, this uh, this round sort of you know domed structure uh, underneath the observing deck, the top floor where the telescope is mounted. Um, there is a central stairway, it looks like a spiral stairway that winds up the interior of the building. Uh, otherwise, the building is dark and quiet. No stairway. Denied. <laughs> uh, we're here for the observation deck, right? Point deck around, let's check it out. Alright. Up we go. I'll take point. Alright. Um, give me a perception check. Are you stealthing or are you just troll along? Troll along, along. Nothing, troll along. 13. 13 on. Or 17, pardon me. 17 on which? Perception. Uh, perception. perception. Okay. Um, so with your crazy night vision, because you're you know that kind of cleric, you get to the top of the stairs and you can see the, um, uh, the, the throne, the captain's chair, whatever they use to pilot those big telescopes, um, surrounded by gears and levers they would use to turn the whole dome or to raise and lower the telescope itself. A lot of them have you know, rusted and fallen into disrepair. Obviously this place hasn't been used in a while. Um, you do see something interesting, though, glinting from the edge of the uh, the housing for the telescope proper, where the lenses would be, um, a sort of like shivering, you know, light starlight or something catches catches your eye. Something go, going on in that tube. I will uh, wave everyone up behind me, and I will approach. Okay. Um, as you are, you all following him up. As he waves you up. As you sort of approach the tube, you can see that the bottommost lens, the the uh, objective. Objective lens? I forget the proper names of telescope parts. Sure. Um, but the, the, the part that, that focuses the image directly into the eyepiece is another one of these egg-shaped gems, for which I would like the Kenku to make another wisdom saving throw. That's a 19 on the die. Very good. <sighs> you don't give a shit about shiny trinkets. Nope. Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> Before you rip it apart... Mm. Can we look through it and see what the light is? There's some light shining through it, right? Didn't you say that it's like yeah, it's catching catching some kind of light from the outside. Yeah, I'll take a good look. See, okay. Um, he immediately turns to glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a hover Medusa. <laughs> Could be. Um, it takes some adjusting. This was sized for a Kenku, and you are a large human, so you have to sort of like slink down in the chair to get yeah. to the eyepiece. Proper. Not disgusting, like some gross bird. Um, and you know, give me um, give me a roll to represent figuring out how the telescope works. I don't imagine you ever used it before, right? Yeah, astronomy would be good. Twenty. Twenty. All right. So you. Uh, it's weird using dark vision through a telescope. I don't know how the two would interact, but you know, <laughs> make something up for it. Um, you see through the entire universe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it takes some some maneuvering to get the cranks and the dials right to focus and everything. But uh, as you do, the light that you saw for a moment was the spotlight of the um, the oh. creatures squatting on top of the apparatus garage as the light. Um, sort of glanced over the top of the telescope and now it appears that the beam of light is focusing off into the middle distance somewhere. It's looking at something out of view over your, your telescope. You would have to crank the dome around to, to see what it's looking at. I think it's time for dome cranking. I bet it's a slot. Slot the impaler? Yeah. I'm going to um, crank myself off right here in the... <laughs> um, Alright, so we're going to do a skill challenge. Um, did you bring the cards? Uh, yes. I don't don't know. No, don't don't bother. Don't bother. We're not gonna we're not gonna do the cards. We're gonna do a simple by the book skill challenge. Um, so we're gonna go around the table, starting with Gavin. Um, this is a little bit of an oddball, but uh, you are in this unfamiliar technological device. You know, this semi magical, semi electronic, semi mundane mechanical telescope room. Um, and Goodburn says, "Hey, I can see that the." The spotlight is shining on something, but I'm not pointed in the right direction. I need your help getting me oriented. Um, I want to go around the table, skill challenge-wise, and tell me what you're doing to help this situation to get him looking where he needs to be looking. So, Gavin, you know, one of Gavin's skills is investigation because he, you know, it's one of his skills. So he's going to try to figure out better how these dials and stuff work to rotate the thing properly to get a best the best angle to see a thing on. Sounds good. Oh, fuck me. My dice are ass. <laughs> All right. Um, 
unfortunately, I think the roadblock you're running into is it's in disrepair. It's, mm. And, you know, it's foreign to you. If it worked right, maybe you'd be able to figure it out. Okay. Um, but that is a bad strike. Um, so Gavin's investigating the mechanics of this thing and, and kind of coming up with a, an immediate blank, but maybe he'll work through it. Uh, how is Snatcher helping? Um, so all these gears and stuff like that, they're rusted, they're old, they're in clear states of disrepair. Some of them are sort of like rusted in place, jamming up. Um, so Snatcher uses a delicate touch and uses sleight of hand to start, start uh, putting stuff in slots. And, I can dig it, yeah. yeah. Like a watchmaker. 22. That is good. Um, yeah, it's, you know, you're, you're working with, like, the, the gears go from massive, the almost mm -hmm. the size of this room, down to the size of the top of the soda can. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's like working through a puzzle, trying to get, like, the tiny gear behind all the other big gears and springs mm -hmm. to get it in the right place. Fortunately, you have nimble bird fingers, and you're able to get it done. Um, chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. <laughs> They're very greasy. <laughs> Helps oh with God. the rust. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Mary. Um, I feel like the like, I'm kind of in my element here, surrounded by all kinds of like little tinkery yeah. thingies. Um, I did get some tinker artificer tools as part of one of our tinker halls toys? previously. Mm. So what tinker what toys? skill would I use for that? Um, you could you could use sleight of hand. You could also just make a, a straight like intelligence or, um. Tinker would probably be intelligence roll plus just your proficiency modifier. So usually okay. kits are, if you're proficient in the kit, then it's as if the kit was a skill that you are trained in. Okay. okay so. So intelligence plus proficiency. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna like start it's picking a up check. my tools and I go I see you like that. <laughs> yes, good. And I start to like you know pick up things and I'm I'm mage handing stuff up and like cool, you know yeah. doing dumb like making it all float around different pieces of the like little tools and stuff are like arcing off and yeah. attaching oh, to the ship. Uh, yeah, I'm Tony Stark. But even but better yeah. because like uh, a cool thing about Mary is that she has her own orbit. Like mm -hmm. there's always little trinkets and stuff orbiting her. So I could just see her like she's taking things out of her own personal collection, putting them in, putting yeah. other stuff up here just to hold it and catching yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <and back. laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say she's too cool than Tony Stark because she's not insufferable. I mean, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> I mean, but she is just tinkering in the corner right now. So. Um, yeah, so that would be a 22. That is that is good. Yeah, when you are this is this is your element. So you're doing you're doing very well with this. Good, Brent. Uh, you I I don't know. You you might want to make a perception check, or you're gonna hop off the chair and do something else. So uh, do we know how many rounds this skill challenge is? Uh, just until you get more good strikes than bad strikes with the total I have in mind. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to realize that as your uh, Gavin's like trying to push on the machines and the cranks and stuff, and the machine is turning, but because it's broken on one side, it's only turning on one side, and the gearworks on the other side aren't moving. And it's actually causing metal to creak and bend. And uh, Goodbrand looks at that and notices, oh shit, if we keep going like this, it's just going to roll over a bunch of rusted gears, and I have no idea how to fix this. Um, so he goes to body one of the bigger gears into position and cast mending on it while it's held in the right spot. Okay. So I'm going to go to athletics for that. 21. 21. All right, so you're able to uh, uh, Thor in, in Endgame. <laughs> You'll take the full power of a star or, you know, fireball or something. <laughs> or cast mending. <laughs> Not unless I die. Well, dying works. You, so you get Dinklage on your Peter, or Peter on your Dinklage. I don't know how that works. It's everything <laughs> just came true. His All Dinklage right. petered out. <laughs> All right, Gavin, uh, you, you stumbled out the gate, but let's let's have you bring it home here, buddy. Um, you may use the same skill over again if you desire. Um, yeah, I'm like, let me uh, see if I can come up with something better. Um, oof. I have a lot of charisma skills that aren't very good against mechanical objects. Just, just talk to the machine. Yell yeah. at it. Yell at your friends. Yay. You're a, you're a manager. Make them, make them do better. <laughs> They've all succeeded and you failed, but you oh know what? You God. can blame your failure on them. Nice. Because you're a manager. You could do that. Um, <laughs> Who would have thought? He once, he once fixed the cop gear in the office with a paperclip, and he has a paperclip, so he's going to try to use the paperclip to fix this machine. Oh, okay. <laughs> and... Um, I don't know what the fuck I'll holding. use for that. Can I use sleight of hand for that? <laughs> sure. I rolled an eight. Oh, Gavin. I'm fucking Gavin. useless. Oh, this is my sorry. most useless character ever, I think. I'm sorry, Gavin. At least you haven't gotten eaten by baby 
insects yet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Trying to like clear a three foot jump. You can cast Dimension Door and like other very powerful magic. So oh, there is that. Yeah. So anyway, baby, baby insects all. come out and eat you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright, so we're up to three good and two bad. You don't know how good you have to be, but let's be good. Uh, so, Snatcher is kind of looking over at Mary, and they're, I'm sort of taking instruction from her, like, oh, mm. does this go there? Does this go there? And there's a bunch of gears way up further, so I'm going to use acrobatics to sort of Mario hop my way up and start working using Mary's instruction from there. Okay. Boing, 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 boing. Boing. That's a uh, 20. 20. Uh, yep. And that is sufficient. Between the, um, yeah, between the efforts of, of Mary and, and Snatcher, you know, Mar- Mary's know-how and Snatcher's nimble fingers, you're able to get this telescope in working order again. Um, the, um, thank you, music. The, <laughs> the, uh, the dome starts to spin. It, it's squeaky and creaky at first because it's not been used or touched and it rotates slightly, um, towards, you know, that end of the table. The, uh, the arm of the telescope lifts and you focus through this magical crystal and you see um, what is very clearly a spelljammer ship cresting the mountains. Um, and uh, you recognize across the, the bow is the symbol for Chimera Enterprises. They're here. <laughs> Everybody looks at me like I know that I work for them. But I didn't know that I worked for them until I got here. You are you are privately sub subcrack subcontracted by Subtract. a subcontractor. Well, that looks not great. Um best best be on our way. May want to be um underneath the ooze in a safe vessel by the time that that um, arrives, because I did not know that I worked for them. (laughs) And I would like to not have them find out that I'm not necessarily working for them any longer. (laughs) And I'm not sure how the rules of... um how the rules of dibs work in this particular part of the universe, so, you know... If you have the guns to back it up. We need to have dibs. And we need to get our butt. All right, let's let's double time it. The fuck we guns You would know that if you spoke Watucci. <laughs> let's French people take the egg. We need on rate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who's taking it? I don't wanna. Let's go. You you mm. succeeded on your wisdom throw, like so. So remember, we're splitting them four ways at the end, so you can carry them. I, I say we leave it exactly where it is, and we just book it. I don't want them to have it. The thing is, the other guy made it sound like we need that to get out of here, and I don't want them to have a monopoly on the only way to get out of here. Yes, I think it's better yeah. we have it, actually. Uh, I can I can take it. I can, I can, ma- I can it. mage hand it instead of you touching it. Does it, it make more you feel than five better. pounds? That's the next thing. <laughs> mage hand has a five pound limit, is that right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Can I, like... I mean, Mage Hand's free, I'll try to Mage Hand it. Yeah. Somebody walking the dog, but... Oh, they are ready to be fed, though. Five minute break walk. Ten pounds. Ten pounds. Ten pounds? This is easily under ten pounds. Okay, Okay. I will will Mage Hand it out of there. I'll put it it in my bag, because I don't know if I trust the weird bird. You already got one, don't you? Did you already get one? No, no. we gave it to the, oh, we gave the, it to the vampire dude. in the box. Uh, the vampire robot. I, I, will, I will hold on to it because <laughs> that way... It's a vampire in a box. He seemed really trustworthy. I, I don't say this out loud, but Gavin is going to hold on to it because it's the only way I think you folks will keep me alive because I'm pretty much useless Ooh. for everything else. That is, that is a corporate power play right there. <laughs> yes, you have spied with your little eye a Chimera um, spell jamming ship entering the area, probably no doubt brought on by the tracking tadpole you had injected into your shoulder. Curses. Well, we left it somewhere else, right? We didn't. We we crushed it. You crushed it. it. Okay. Yeah. So they don't necessarily know where you are, and the spotlight is shining at them and not you, so that is a good thing. That is our uh, clear time to fucking book it. Yeah. Let's boogie. Cheese it, nerds. It's the fuzz. (laughs) Alright, let's roll. Roll where? What are you doing? To Uh, the plane. Alright, um... So now, are you stealthing? Because now you have this other ship, and if the spotlight hits you, the ship will see you. Uh, do you have enough spell slots for one more invisibility? I can do one more. I can only catch four. Someone punch me, and I'll bamf, and then I can become invisible. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> like, all you need to do is just, like, one point of damage and it'll do yeah, it. Yeah, I pinch you. <laughs> I can't do one point of damage. Peaked. Nah, Superman that hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Subcontracted by Chimera, are you? <laughs> Yeet. I feel like there's a dark storyline of this where one of you guys is holding me up by the scruff of my neck on a wall and, like, threatening me. And Where's like, Rachel? Ah! Oh, no, we're doing the Captain America thing. We're holding you over the ooze by the, the yeah. collar of your shirt. Except you don't have a falcon. I swear, I don't know. Well, I guess this guy could do that. Cut off one hand and another shot off my ass. You don't remember Al Capone being part of Hydra. Um, <laughs> I've made four of us invisible, so I'm not sure how we do that with everybody. Uh, I believe Garrett and Murderbird are the thing. stealthy ones, so the rest okay. of us for... Yeah. Invisible. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna knock off one temporary hit point just to you know say I took damage. Gearbox will suggest now that the tentacles are taken care of, I can go to the ground level and see if I can't find this craft. Oh, that's a fucking capital idea. Smart robot. My insight game. Fifteen. He's a monodrone man. He's telling the truth. Okay. All right. He's, deception is is not part of his deal. I just I worry about the march. I worry about the fact that his employer is a member of Chimera. I mean, it's like saying that the Cardophile's toaster is working for Chimera. Yeah, yeah but the toaster gives better head. All right, off he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Blunk. Um, Good luck. Yeah, that's literally what it is. But it, it, the first thing he says is, um, "Somebody needs to take my new friend." Oh, the brain. The brain is organic manner and will be eaten by the acid. Uh, uh, through the glass? Um, the, the glass is sealed at the top and bottom with uh, copper stoppers, but he's afraid the glass itself might shatter. That's mm. right. I'll, I'll hang on to the brain. I can, I gotta... Yeah, because you can bam. Yeah. So oh, I'll, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, I think that's the brain. All right. And not, just point of order. If you're bamfing, and I, maybe do I only need three invisible instead of four? Bamfing uh, is not going to make her invisible. I don't it know. Okay. Ooh, so per my um, uh, misty escape, if I if I take a little bit of damage, I can bamf and turn invisible as a reaction oh. to harm. Yeah. I didn't realize Up it also turned you invisible. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it does. Then yeah, just three of us. Save that slot. Okay. Yeah. Save your hot slot for someone else. <laughs> Alright, so um But you have to you have to bam. You only get sixty feet. Yeah, I get sixty feet, but that's far enough to like get get around a corner or something. Yeah. yeah. You also have a billion temporary hit points, we can just keep punching you over and over again and it'll I be don't really have satisfying. a billion, I have six. Yeah. Six billion. <laughs> that's like a half a punch. Oh well I guess your invisibility stays, you just have to Yeah, I okay. just have to not oh. attack anything or take damage. So the um the uh, the brain in the jar comes to you, mm-hmm. and uh, as you touch it, the uh, the voice enters your mind. You are the one, Mary. Is this right? That's correct. Yes. Remind me which one you are. I'm so I'm terribly sorry. There were five of you. Oh no, uh, you are referring to the wizards. I am, I am the unnamed one. Ah, the unnamed the, one. The one. I shall call you Cyril. <laughs> <laughs> Cyril. No. Cyril is an okay name. I felt like my name was different. Okay, we'll, we'll get but your Cyril name. will do for now. We we will get you a name, your proper name. I promise. Chad von Zerovich. We are you are you still taking me to see Qualish? Yes. I'm nervous. Do you know why you might be nervous? I feel like I have butterflies in my stomach, but I have no stomach. Does that make sense? Yes, I think it's called clinical anxiety. <laughs> Perhaps my name is clinical anxiety. <laughs> I'm calling you Clint. We'll call you Clint. We'll call you Clint. Clintical. Clint A. Um, do you think you... Do you know if the butterflies feel happy or... Fearful, maybe? Psychoanalyze later and get that ability. We need to move our ass. <laughs> you can put a pin in this conversation yeah, if you I'll wish. Put a, I'll put a pin in it. Yeah. Right. Don't put it you in know, the I'll put it in my satchel and I'm like, do it. Very safe here. It's a nice, it's a long champ bag. Look from the Three Stooges? <laughs> no, like, a, like, like the design. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just shunt backpack for a second. <laughs> you open the bag and two fingers Woo! <laughs> <laughs> It just starts spinning on the floor. <laughs> I want to make that a magic item now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... The worst mimic ever. 
So through the magic of invisibility, you are uh, you are going rooftop to rooftop. You still need to make your uh, oh, fuck. your saves unless you have magic to do otherwise. Jump, jump still counts. Jump still counts. Great. Big jumps. <sighs> Sorry. Oh, the load. <laughs> Somebody's got to be the bet with the poor jumper. Oh, oh hey! Hey, you're the pro jumper. Sorry. Fucking this time. My bad. Twenty-three is good. I cast jump. <laughs> Casting jump is good. <laughs> and you are magic bamfing, right? Yes, I'm magic bamfing. Did you take damage? Uh, she did. She took she, one point. She pinched me. Pinched me for a point. Yeah. Okay, that's good yeah. enough. All right. Um, nice talony pinch. So you find yourself um, at a cluster of, of broken down buildings, um, just on this edge of this building here. Um, from the angle you're at, the spotlight could not physically touch you because of the nice. building, the uh, the thing squatting. But it is tense as you are on the outside of this building with the ship hovering, you know, black on black on the night sky, but it's blotting up the stars as it slowly coasts over. Oh, nice. um, and the spotlight, keeping an eye on it, sweeping over the city, also looking for you, but not being able to find you. Um, and you're quietly crouched down in this rubble on the side of this building. Um, the side you're at, it appears to have these windows, but unfortunately these windows are only like two feet by two feet each. It's like a grid of tiny little windows. Um, so you can use them to climb the wall, but unfortunately you can't use them to enter the building. Um, below you, presumably, Gearbox is on the march trying to figure out a way to get to you or to help you from below. Um, if it would be beneficial, I can get through a two foot by two foot window. I don't know if that helps anybody. So I still have enough juice for <clears throat> a um, dimension door, and I can take one person with my dimension door. So if I can see, I three can of see you can get through. through. Uh, uh, I do. I do have misty step. That would do it. Or, or if somebody pinches me again, I can bamf <laughs> inside. So you can misty step. Can you misty step a friend? I can't remember. I don't think so. No, it's no, just I think it's yourself. Self. Yeah. But you can get through a two foot. <sighs> oh, and it's then we're leaving Garrett out in the cold. Fuck that guy. He's a bitch. <laughs> he is kind um, of a bitch. I'm this, right this here. jump is just one. Just the person. Yeah. That sucks. Okay. Let me just check my spells because I have 50 of them and one of them might do something. I cast hold person on Garrett. Okay. You hold him closer, tiny dancer. I give him a gentle kiss. <laughs> shove him in the on his helmet. <laughs> Guess which one. Uh, I could moonbeam him. That probably doesn't help. Um, I mean, probably doesn't help him. Right. I'm tempted to cast fairy fire on like some random location that isn't us, just to get these guys to go the wrong direction. Misdirection is always a plan. Uh, I can actually do it with cantrips. I could do it with thaumaturgy, which would be way more effective. Um, but none of that gets you in the building. We could just kill him, take his parts inside, put him back together, and I could revivify him. Is that, and that consume a diamond, though? Uh, sure. We got <laughs> diamonds. We got diamonds. Uh, that's all I got. I can't find any other ways to get him through this window. Okay. So, I could get through. I don't think I can bring anybody with me. Uh, he, he will tell you, I, honestly, uh, going into this creepy garage, <clears throat> I... I I'm okay with staying out here, honestly. As long as you come back for me, I'm okay staying out here. Um, my concern is what happens to you and to our expedition if Chimera finds you. Nothing good. Yeah. Uh, although I've talked my way out of worse. That doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> um, How much worse? Not much. Not uh, enough. get in, I can get in, you can get in plus one. How big is a Kenku? Like, could you cram yourself? Th- like, if you go halfway through, we cram it, man. Could we pull you through and just make you take damage? <laughs> Jesus. Can we stuff a turkey through this window? How big is a Kenku? <laughs> uh, Kenku, I believe, are medium size. Medium size, but they're on the, the short end of that They're on spectrum. a smaller size. I mean, I don't think I'm more two, than... So two feet would be, like, what, about the width of this book? Uh, no. no, that's only about 16 inches. It would be two books the long way. So yeah, We could probably yeah. cram a Kenku through a hole. I mean, yeah. It wouldn't Some be comfortable. My, my <laughs> shoulders are only a little wider than this. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. And, and um, birds are 
Bendy. Bendy? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a well, thief. I feel like that's Hollow, a brittle bones. I mean, one way or the other, they're bendy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll cast Guidance on you. Mm-hmm. If you want to take the first stab at this. Mm-hmm. And you'll Dimension Door in with Bard Boy, and I'll take a pinch to bamf inside. And I'll turn into a like a rat or something and just crawl through that way. So, before we do this... Mm. Are we going to be stuck in this fucking building? Because I mean, I'm going to be out of spell slots. We'll have to long rest in there to get all of our shit back. <clears throat> I can, sh- I can shatter the side of the building so and do, get us out. Do we maybe? think there's, there's another one of these submarines in here? Is that why yes. we're going in here? That's yes. the thought, yeah. I believe we'll be able to exit through the bottom. Yeah. Okay. We'll I go just don't want us all bamf in there and like, yes, we're bamfed and we're all out of <laughs> spell points and we're fucking stuck here. Yeah. I, I will say... I still have two spell slots, so... So, if you look at the, the door here, or you look at the map here, rather... There is a door that appears underneath the okay. slime level here. Then it's, it stands open, just as it does in this picture. So presumably there is a way to get in through the bottom. In a worst-case scenario, Mary could shatter a wall open and we could just yeah. climb yeah. out All the right. side of the bottom. Which is a worst-case scenario because then uh, everybody knows. Everybody, everybody knows. knows, yeah. yeah. But that, that's, is our, you know, that is our plan. But that's the oh like, shit. That's the go nuclear option. Mm-hmm. Question about the windows. Are yes. they just panes of glass set into the wall? Or do they yes. have... Are they... So we would have to break one open. Yeah. Is there a stealthy way to do that? Is there a um, way to do we have silence? Uh, I mean, yeah, a, ma- a magic spell would do it. Um, uh, with thieves' tools, a slide, a slide of hand check with thieves' tools, you could cut the glass. Yeah. You have one of those fancy wheel yeah. glass. Oh, hell yeah. oh, uh, <laughs> I could actually just cover up the sound. I can cast thaumaturgy to mimic the sound of thunder. Is there thunder outside? I mean, it doesn't really matter if there is a clear night because I said that the ship is blocking our stars. stars. So. But does it really fucking matter? I mean, if, uh, typically on a window, if you cut the putty around it, you can lift the whole pane out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is a, definitely if, a thievy thing to do. And if you drop it into the ooze, it probably won't make too much of a sound. Yeah. No, no more than the odd piece of rubble here or there that slaps into the ooze yeah. every so often. Yeah, especially if you drop it lengthwise mm. and just slices in. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, well, why don't I cast Guidance on you, and I'll use Thaumaturgy just to make some mimicked sound as far away. Some as, various rubble sounds. Yeah, some rubble noises. Yeah. Barney rubble noises? Some, like, crumbling and cracking sounds. <laughs> Maybe some, like, uh, tiles falling off of them. Yeah, that's So it sounds idea. like we're scrambling up somewhere else. Nice yeah. and clinky, clinky terracotta. Uh, yeah, as, as a matter of fact, some of those terracotta tiles that slid off the roof when you were at the town hall there, that, that sound would probably be something that would be heard fairly often around here, and you heard it, so you could yeah. mimic it fairly accurately. Alright, here we go. Slide of hand. Slide of hand. This is going out. I'm going to do some math and move some points around. Sure. Uh, that is a 20 on the die. Wow. Plus guidance. So. 20 on the die or 20? 17 plus 3. 17 plus, ah, plus gotcha. 3 for guidance plus 9 for slide of hand. So well over 20 then. Yeah. So yeah, ju- just as, as uh, Paul was describing, you cut the uh, the putty that holds the glass into place. Mm-hmm. And then with uh, some... Some dexterity and a little bit of help from a tool, you're able to pop the glass back into your hands, and you quietly, like hand over hand, as you know, you have this whole like human train of people that are exploring these windows until it finally gets to uh, Garrett, who's the last one in, in the hand. He just says, he said, like he rested on top of the ooze and just lets it go, and just slides into the ooze. Nice. Not a sound nice. is made. And Fucking Mission Impossible, guys! <laughs> and off in the distance, you can hear the sound of tiles clinking off the, the roof, and you see the uh, the eye of Sauron like go zoop back over in this direction. Nice. Which you, is not where we are! Yes, and you can't you can't tell what the ship's doing. The ship is doing what it does, but uh, for now, at least, it's, it appears that everything's coming up Millhouse. My backup plan was to cast Call Lightning at 6th level on the ship. <laughs> I mean, that would do something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, about, about the same end result as you shattering a wall. I yeah. Mean. Yep, yep, yep. But more of those guys. But more damage to one. the ship. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Mine is just dumb. <laughs> All right. Uh, so everybody in. We start with the bird. Yep. All right. So the bird needs to make a. Uh, a, we're going to call it a dexterity check. Like acrobatics is probably appropriate. Acrobatics would be appropriate. Make, yeah, make acrobatics to be a contortionist. Make a contortionist. And I'll give you like a shove on the butt uh, if it 22. helps. 22. Oh, yeah. All right, so yeah, with a little help from your friends, you can you can get your you your shoulders. Your, your, shoulders. your shoulders are the hardest part because you've, you know, you've ostensibly got wings. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I just... Oh, yeah, tuck them back. Yeah. Just tuck them back. Just tuck it back. Um, and you were able to pop into a dark... 
It's like a, a dark catwalk on the other side. You're on the upper level of this yeah. building still, but you can you looks down onto the garage floor. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, people eat stuff. Um, <laughs> and the rest of you are using magic to get in, right? Yep. All right. Um, I will move along the catwalk. That way we're not all Sing putting... the song. Are you going to do the catwalk? <laughs> Um, but I just want to make sure that we're not all putting weight on the same part of the catwalk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And as you do, you can tell, like, it is sturdy to a point. You're very light and very light-footed, so you can walk across this without a problem. But, like, when the heavier folks, like Goodbren, comes in, like, it starts to shake, and you can see where the, the, the uh, hangers are pulling away from the wall. Little pieces of plaster and rock are coming out. So. I have an app for that. Uh, I transform into a squirrel. I weigh basically nothing. All right, yeah. the squirrel falls in because there's squirrel-sized holes placed every time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the shape. Yeah, I'm a squirrel. Yeah, it's like a Japanese game uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, one by one, through the use of magic or contortion, you were able to squeeze your way onto this catwalk. Um, and you're spaced every so often apart so that the, the weight does not bring this whole thing crashing into the use. Um, it was very dark in here, but you're all gifted with great dark vision at this point. Um, and you can see... Underneath the ooze, um, you know, you're, you've got a good 30 feet of ooze between you and it, but there is one of these apparatuses sitting on the floor oh, of the... Uh, we have to go through the ooze to get to the fucking thing. Uh, but he's got the thing. I've got the thing. It's good for me. Yeah. We should have had a, what's his name come with us instead Your of going is trying alone. to get in from the outside. You, you oh, don't, to the same building? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, he was, oh, okay. was going to meet you here. He was going to oh, walk okay. around the floor and see if there's something he could do to help. Right now, though, it, everything you've done has been successful, so you're not really sure what he's up to. Don't mind me. Oh, I thought you were doing a thing. No, I'm looking up uh, when I get, I get the bonus action to unwild shape. Okay. Anybody else have any ideas? Um. So we don't see Modron Boy? At the moment, no. How far down is it? Well, the floor is 30 feet. This thing is roughly about 10 feet high, so you got 20 feet of ooze to contend with. Uh, is there, like, an obvious means of egress? Uh, from the building? Into the apparatus. Uh, there is a roof hatch. It is currently closed. You don't know. It, there's one of those big submarine wheels on top of it that you would screw open. So I'm going to look around and see if there's, like, um, we've got the catwalk in place. Maybe there's, like, a, a winch to lift stuff up. Okay. Like in an auto body? Sure. Um, give me a perception roll. Uh, 20 total. 20 total, okay. Um, you do see, uh, something is suspended on the ceiling that might fit the bill. Um, there is, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, wooden beams connected, you know, with metal parts and some technological gear-related aspect to it. Um, it seems like that's probably what it's for, mm-hmm. though, you know, you don't really see the controls for it or how it would work. Uh, I will establish telepathy with Snatcher. I can't talk on a squirrel. Uh, and I will tell you to look up and I'll sort of describe what I'm seeing and say, I think that's a way to get mm-hmm. the apparatus up and out, but I don't see how it operates. Mm. I can only misty step to somewhere I can see, right? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I see. Are there any like... windows in the thing that I can see into? There is a front windshield, um, however, it is facing out towards the door here, and you are on this wall. So you can see that it has a windshield, but you can't see through the windshield from where you're at. Can I move into a position where I could theoretically see the windshield? Alas, no. I could eat you really hard. And also, if you get into it, it doesn't matter if we can't open it. Well, I'm wondering if I can like power it, it up, up and mm. move yeah. it up and. I mean, if you want to, if you want to be the um, the big fucking hero, you could take the damage, dive in, take ten points of acid, and then misty step in through, in through the windshield. Um, it's only ten points. It's only yeah. ten points. Or you have a spell that would give you a round of moving around in the views. You could do it that way. Not really, no. I, I don't. I don't have a spell that could, like, power for I mean, you know, I could just... Take the damage. Yeah, screw it. Be bold. I'll, I'll dive into the... I'll you save... You could temper... Oh, you're not doing so bad hit points, though. 
Well, I've got six temporary hit points, which would only get me down to 36 if I took 10 points of damage. You've got telepathy. Can you telepathy as the uh, Modron? Uh, I have to be able to see him to establish telepathy. Oh, water diving in fucking ooze, man. That's yeah, It's just harsh. a ooze. It's probably fine. <laughs> I've dived in like twice already. Yeah, so yeah, but I. she has forty-six hit points. So, oh, wait a minute. I it's could maybe I, I could maybe get more temporary hit points. Give me one second. Well, you could give her uh, what's that spell? Uh, the resist element or whatever. It's a third level spell. It's what? It's a third level spell. Yeah, yeah. that might not. Um... For five hit points, it's better to just cast a cure wounds when she gets damaged. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so... She's gonna take more than five hit points. No, she's gonna take ten, presumably. Uh, and resistance would reduce it to five, so it's a net weight of oh, five hit points. Hour. Okay, so that would actually. Do you think be... she can swim through the zoos in one round? Well, uh, we think she's going to jump can... in and then misty yeah, step in. Yeah, so I'm going to cast Armor of Agathis on myself. Okay. Um, a protective magical force surrounds you, manifesting as a spectral frost that mm-hmm. covers me and my gear. Mm-hmm. I gain five temporary hit points for the duration. If a creature hits me with a melee attack while I have those hit points, the creature takes five cold damage. So it won't add to your existing temporaries. Whatever your greatest source of temporaries is, is what it is. So since the six I gave you is still bigger than that, you can keep six. Okay, um... But you do gain the defensive but benefits. But when you cast yeah. this spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, the temporary hit points increase by five for each that level would do first. Yep. So that would give me up to... Ten to one. Can't do math right now, remembering. 20, I think 20 hit points. If you, yeah, you cast it at fourth level? Fifth level for... Uh, I have to cast it at fifth level. Oh, that's all you have? 25 yeah. points. Uh, oh, you're a warlock. Yeah. Right. Um, um, so that would get me up... So... It doesn't stack on this, right? right. It won't it stack. Just you would just me... reset it to 25, yeah. Yeah, I think that would give me... I think that would be fine. That would be sufficient. So okay. I'll, I'll give me up to 20. Um, uh, 25. 25? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get the full 25. Nice. Is that as many hit, temporary hit points as you can have? Yeah. No, but you, you get 25 per the spell, right? Five five points for each level Basically that you... Five for yeah. Level, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, you, yeah, you get 25 temporary hit points. Um... And you gain the defensive benefits if anybody melee attacks you. Yeah. And are you jumping in? I'm jumping in, so does the ooze take cold damage? Yeah, I mean, it does. (laughs) It does take the... (laughs) I jump in, I'm like, fuck you, ooze. Surprise, it freezes around you, then you can't move. (laughs) Yeah, you see, like, you know when when the thin layer of ice forms, you know, the first frost of the winter? That actually does form, you know, after she dives into the ooze, there's a splat. You know, because it's not like jumping into water. It's thicker than that. Like and then the ooze closes over the top of her head, and then there's, like, this layer of frost that appears and quickly starts to melt, because oh, it's not and, cold out so, here. And I took damage, so I'm going to use that to uh, Misty escape into... So you don't even have to cast Misty stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's much better. <laughs> that is much better. All right, guys, we, we fucking did it. <laughs> the no, and I, I ended up with more hit points than I started. You have with. now. You have 15 temporary hit points. And that lasts for an hour. Okay. Without concentration. Okay. Um. So I'm in. I'm in the thing. You're in the thing. You what find, do I do? You find. Okay. <clears throat> you find yourself in the uh, the cockpit of this. Um, you see, uh, emblazoned actually on a nice fancy plaque. You must have had made up. It says Qualisha's apparatus XL. Um, This one comes with third row seating. You can fit ten humanoids in this. Lovely. Um, But other than that, it's, uh, you know, have you ever been in the cockpit of a 747? No. Neither is Mary. Great. Okay. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I, I, I start, like, Poking around, looking for like the on button, I guess. Oh god, it's it's the scene from Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, point break. This, this is the one you use for orgies. It's <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> uh, you may make a. Uh, are you trained in Arcana? Or in Arcana? I am. You may make an Arcana check to see if you can figure out how this works. Uh, that's gonna be fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um. With the right combination of buttons, levers, and cranks, uh, you feel like this thing has started to power up. Okay. Um, it powers up with a low rumble of arcane energy and electricity that um, makes the ooze around you ripple and makes the building sort of shake for a second. Like, you know, if a tractor trailer were to start up outside your bedroom window, you'd feel it. That's what you all feel in the building. Hey. And in the distance, someone cracks a beer. 
Somebody grips it and rips it. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's Miller time. It's the slaughter sitting on t- on the uh, the bow of the kind of ship, just like chugging BL, just <laughs> going going toad wild. <laughs> um. Okay, so I've turned it on. Um. Now it's I want it's fully erect. It's fully erect. It's <laughs> so hard. Um. I want to try to make it go up just enough to get it out of the ooze so that the top can be exposed. Okay. Um. That'll be one more arcana check for you, man. Okay. Kalisha's famous for exposing his top. <laughs> and taking it off. For beads. Uh, that's a... That's a... Burst. 14. Um, so you think you just about got this thing down, and you're like, okay. You, you find you find one button that's marked with an up arrow. You're like, oh, well, this is obvious. And you hit it, and the uh, the wheel above your head on the hatch starts to spin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ooze starts to seep in. You bang on the, the, oh. the down arrow button, and it begins to reseal itself, but not before you take an additional uh, one point of acid damage. It drips, damage. it drips on your head, and you're like, ah, fuck. My hair. <laughs> get back um, in the ooze. Sorry, that was me. Sorry. Um... Uh, can I try again? Because <laughs> like, that's all I can you fucking totally do. Totally right can. Now. I'm gonna try maybe a different one. Just maybe? rule better. Yeah, that's sixteen. Better. Yeah, all sixteen. Right. So twenty-four if we're. All counting. right. You 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 shift up and it it begins to. Uh, oh, you to moved the prindle. Up. I moved the prindle. <laughs> um, it it begins to lift up. Um, the rest of you feel another shaking. Um, this time it's not coming from below you, but from above. Um, there is a violent shaking, and the room begins to feel warm. You're not really sure what that's all about. Uh, um, the rest, those of you who are experiencing this, may make some kind of uh, perception or investigation check to, to figure out what's going on. Uh, Twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Six. That was perception. Twenty-two. Investigation. Twenty-two. Investigation. You rolled a six, so it doesn't matter what you roll. Um, so. You were investigating, and you're you're smart. So the first thing you do is start to peek out the window to try and see what's going on. You sort of lean your head out the open window that she removed, and um, you can see that the the light of the spotlight was a direct beam. It was easy to track across the sky. You no longer see that. You see just more of a general orange glow, um, nice. and it's coming from directly overhead. You look up to that, you were inspecting that crane apparatus, yep. and you start to see some of the metal joinings that held this thing to the ceiling are now glowing sort of red hot. They just firebombed this fucking robot. <laughs> um, Asshole. <laughs> meanwhile, with your uh, perception well over 20, you also see while you're looking around, you see that the uh, this thing is starting to clear the ooze, and it's going to take uh, a round or so for the ooze to drip off to the point where you can get into it. But it appears your ride is here. Mom, I'm ready. Do we just want to take ten <laughs> points of damage in general so we're on the top of it as soon as that thing clears the, the water line? Uh, if you if you take ten points of damage, I will say you all can jump in and, and traverse the top of this apparatus while it's still ooze-covered. You'll take the damage, but you can get right in, and that'll be the end of this. I'm encounter. all about this oozing pustule. Yep. Okay. All right. You good with that? Yep. I got hit points. I still have hit points. So okay. All right. Um, so you all sort of wait until the, uh, the bobbing stops and you all jump on and, you know, it's immediately like you fall to your hands and your knees and the acid starts to eat away at your hands and your knees and it, it sucks. Um, Goodbrand probably is the, the ballsy one who full force grabs onto this ooze covered wheel and uh, grunts through the pain as the skin on his palms is eating through with acid. The visual was great because I jump in as a squirrel. The- <laughs> you take one point of damage as a squirrel, turn back into a big guy and turn it for the other nine points. I'm just imagining you cranking it open and like your hands are opening up so there's like blood and like skin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nasty. Viscera. Yeah, viscera. He's um, not opening it with his belly button. <laughs> Says you. Yeah, right? No, you, 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 the only thing he opens with that he is has ears. A pencil belly yeah. <laughs> I just weave my dick through it and just take him <laughs> Um But Goodbrand's able to pop the hatch. You guys all squeeze in uh, behind Mary and close the hatch behind you. And, um, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> and Mary, you're about ready to pilot this thing down when you see a, uh, a small round figure in front of the door waving you down. Like, don't forget me. Get in! Get in! Get in the goddamn ship! 
and he'll like scramble up on top and pop the hash and there's there's this like moment of concern where he's so portly and round that he just barely squeezes through the top hatch it makes a <laughs> well, just tell him to hold the hatch and just drive with him holding it. Yeah, it doubles his lube. Yeah, spicy lube. I heal myself. And uh, he, he looks around at he looks around at all of you. And, and he was like, "They launched a fireball from the ship." No shit. That sounds about right. Where's Garrett? Well, probably on fire. I, I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. Did he not jump in after us? He was outside. Oh, we, we, we did we did we leave him outside or did you magic him in? Uh, we brought him in with Dungeon Door. Ah, okay. Oh, he's the one I brought in? Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Then he took 10 points of damage. Oh, there he is. He was hiding behind the third row of seats. I found him. Yeah, he's next to he's all the blood. He's taking a nap. <laughs> For some reason, I thought he had to stay outside. We, we were, we're doing wonky math. math. There's, yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think it was either him or you had to force her bodily throw. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I got confused. Yeah. Him. Nobody Shut the bird through a keyboard. Is anybody really badly hurt? Um, no. Um, 20 points down. Yeah. 54 points right now. 20 down for you? All right, I'm going to throw a level 2 heal on you. I haven't taken any damage other than the ooze. 13s? The ooze is a big deal, though, so... Yeah. I mean, if you stay in it two turns, that's 31 points of damage. Yeah, but I had 11 temporary hit points. Uh, Mary, take helps. 10 points of healing. Oh, thank you. Because I'm not an idiot, and I can acrobatics my way through shit. Listen, being able to acrobatics your way through this shit does not mean you're not an idiot. <laughs> Gavin, <laughs> Gavin's not an idiot, and he's fallen off of every flat surface on this map. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a manager. He's the biggest idiot there ever was. <laughs> but everybody loves him. <laughs> well, he does have a good charisma. Just yeah. Like crew. I'm not really going to invite him to my birthday party. Chris was not necessarily likability. He's more some personality. Your birthday party. That's a terrible idea. Anyways, um, Mary, you are piloting this thing beyond the slime. Um, can I am Arcana check too to help her? You absolutely can. Because I actually do have some Arcana, Arcana, Arcana. And you have the Mervin pedigree, so when it comes to piloting <laughs> weird vessels, you got a scholarship vessels. from Mervin. You nice. <laughs> oh, that's a uh, fifteen. Okay, all right. Go ahead. Uh, twenty-two. Uh huh. Between pilot and co-pilot here, you are able to uh, really just make the most out of this crap. Peel out. Which one um, was chewy? Don't answer that question. You want, want me to bite Paul and find out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he's crunchy. <laughs> oh God. He's, he's crispy like a croissant. Like a towel. Like a towel. Who's playing Henri? Be crispy like. A <laughs> um, so you're you're you have your uh, vessel piloted, and and it's a good thing that you two are good pilot pilots with those roles because the. Um, the ship is now sort of locked onto the motion underneath the ooze because it is creating a surface wake of sorts. And uh, they are firing like ballista bolts and uh, casting spells, but it doesn't seem to be making it through the slime barrier. And you guys are uh, maneuvering this craft quickly and dexterously enough that you are not getting struck by any of these attacks. Welcome to slime time, bitch. <laughs> uh, did we ask our friend where this door to Polish was? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> told, oh you, told you that there was an apparatus, didn't tell you. He said he was in the Undercity. So, presumably sewers or something. Sewers, yeah, yeah. would be the appropriate answer. Uh, uh, would it be investigation to like, try to find an entrance? To the under. I would allow an investigation roll for that. I'll contribute a perception roll. Okay. Make you make a roll too. That's, That's a nine tough. on the die. Twenty-one. Uh, All right. We're gonna have an eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Um, well, clearly it's below the clock tower, like in. Uh, nice. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I was gonna say. Um, Back to the Future. No, I was thinking Jules Verne. Uh, oh. Time Machine. Oh. Ah, that would, that's probably actually a reference that I didn't get because I went. Maybe this is that. a sewer vent. This big pipe thing. <laughs> you know what? Those rolls, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> sure. It wasn't the Springfield nuclear power plant at all. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you you have to make it across the whole city and the whole way being harried by this uh, this spell jamming ship and you know it, it it's not something you have to roll for, but it does get close at times. Like they they're on you. Um, but you get to that point and you're able to dive straight down in this crab-shaped apparatus into the, uh, the sewers, and, um, you get to a point that's kind of like a, uh, a airlock for slime. It's a slime lock. Um, and... Slime crab. It gets to a, it, basically what it is is it gets it's to a point where your, your craft can dock with this 
<laughs> this slime lock. Um, <laughs> your craft can go no further, but you will be out of the ooze, and you can travel on foot through the Undercity. Let's do it. Yeah. De-oozed. Let's go. Let's find. As long as we're out of the ooze. Yeah. Don't leave the keys behind. I, I take them out. Don't tuck them in the visor. I zip like a little fucking like dimensional pocket and just drop them in there. <laughs> I screw the brain jar and just throw them in. What was in there? Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, I forgot. There's a little treasure chest in the bottom of the brain jar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a little, little scuba diver. <laughs> um, so uh, the the ship docks, the hatchway opens. You step into sort of the stale, musty smelling air of the undercity that's been sealed off uh, by the slime layer for so long, and almost immediately upon docking, you're greeted by the ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk of mechanical feet as C-10 walks up to you and... <laughs> greeting. Hey, you fuckers, you finally made it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that we did. Thank you for your help. Um, it would have been, you know, kind of you to offer up the location of the laboratory, but we were able to find it on our own, so that's that's fine. That's great. Thank you for your assistance. Um, where is Qualish? We'd love to have a chat with him. <laughs> um, there are many people in attendance today. <laughs> I noticed you brought more company. Uh, they won't be following us down here, will they? Nope. Let's make this quick. <laughs> ashes to ashes. <laughs> <laughs> birds to birds. Um, bird on bird action. No, if the, as long as they don't fit. I don't think they can fit. Their ship's... Thick. <laughs> but there's lots of ooze. There's lots of ooze. I don't think they'll figure out a way through the ooze before we can get to move on. Good Brent says, I don't know much about the slaughter, but he might be able to exist in the ooze. Let's go before we find out. All right, then. And C10 just kachunk, kachunk, kachunks his way down the sewer hallway, and you follow diligently along. Uh, and you notice down that this whole hallway has been jury-rigged by cables and glass tubes filled with strange colored gases and all sorts of trappings of metamagical science. Um, and they increase uh, until the, by the time you reach the entrance to Qualisha's lab, which is one big great gear shape, which you recognize as being also on the cover of his journal that you picked up. Um, the hallway is basically choked with machinations built upon machinations. Um... And Mary, you hear that voice in the back of your head and says, Mary, I wish I had a hand. I, I want you to hold it. I'm nervous about seeing Qualish again. I, you know, I, I put my hand on the jar and I go, I know this isn't the same, but I, I'm here with you. And, and we'll get through this together. We'll, we'll get through this together and we'll get you out of here. Let's just find out what and Gearbox looks up at Goodbrand, and you could tell, like, it's tough to read emotion on his little mechanical face, but he's sort of, like, bobbing up and down, and he's like, we're on the march. Oh, God. I'm sure. It is good to be on the march again. It's been some time. Yes. Um. Concerning. <laughs> C-10's little, uh, mechanical hand mounted to the front of his, uh, his coffin lid reaches up and cranks the little handle around on the door and the gear begins to slide open. Um, and inside is just the workbench from hell. It, it is it is a two-story workbench with a uh, seat that can be cranked up or down with mechanical levers on cogs and wheels. And uh, everything is sort of a bronze, greeny, coppery color. Um, and there are sheets thrown over experiments. Failed experiments lie in tatters on the floor while little... Uh, little monodrone uh, knockoffs go around and pick up gears and recycle them. And amidst all the ruin is a uh, what once was a gnome and is now mostly just made of clockwork parts. Um, with a humanoid face, a shock of white hair with copper wire woven in, um, two telescoping eyes, um, mechanical claws for hands. Um, and he's cranking himself up on this chair going about all his various, various experiments. And uh, he doesn't even turn his head to acknowledge. He's just like, C-10, did you bring me any more of those crystal baubles? And C-10's like, uh, sir, we got visitors. He's taking the reins on this. I think Gavin should. Hello. <laughs> Hello, good sir. Uh, what, uh, who do we represent? 
the company? What was the name? Or did, did we, we gotta represent ourselves. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Or the, the Cardophile. The Cardophile, oh, yeah, Lich Flair. Lich Flair is kind of Lich Flair? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know if I want to throw out his name. He seems like a cool guy. Who do we, who do we think, uh, who, so who do, who do we think, or maybe that's a, some sort of joke or something, who do we think uh, Kralish might be allied with? Well, I don't think he knows the Cardophile, because the Cardophile is just a guy. He's, mm. Kralish yeah, yeah. is like 2,000 years old at this all right, point. Alright, yeah. for, for, uh, forget it. Um, Lich Flair uh, might be that old. Hello, good sir. Uh, 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 Gavin Darkman will at your service. Yes, hello, Gavin. It's, it's a pleasure to have you in my humble abode. Well, thank you. Uh, it's, it's quite a place. I, 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 I love what you've done with it. What, 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 I love your experiments. This is fascinating. Well, thank you. All of these are made by hand here in Qualisha's secret laboratory. The unfortunate thing about having a secret laboratory is that nobody knows what I've been building. It's very frustrating, but I've been diligently working. Are you interested in uh, perhaps uh, you know, business opportunities or perhaps marketing or, uh, or perhaps uh, you know, uh, mass production for uh, consumption by the masses? As to what you do with mass consumption, I guess. <laughs> Well, inventions do no good sitting down here in this godforsaken sewer, do they? Well, no, I, I don't. Are any of these uh, marketable? Are any of these uh, would be useful by the uh, by folks such as us or folks such as uh, those back home? Or That depends. How dangerous are you? Yes. Yes. Then they'd be very useful because they are all very, very dangerous. That oh, is I like him. Fantastic. <laughs> there are people who are um, willing to pay a lot for these, and then there are people who are willing to pay a lot for us. <laughs> Mostly our heads. <laughs> Do you have anything that, um, in like a sort of a vaporization or nuclear incendiary or large incendiary, very good, um, a, something that could perhaps take a large bad guy ship out of the sky? Jars full of screaming ghosts. Hmm. I'll take anything. I ran out of screaming ghosts years ago. I used them to power some very fascinating things. And he taps on this, uh, it's like a crystal pane that acts like a monitor. And he taps the monitor. And on the other side of the monitor you see this uh, quick flash of motion and then this like horrific looking face pops out. And I actually have an image of the face that I will show you. <laughs> It has dicks for us. <laughs> that's not horrifying. That's just sexy. That's uh, special. Like we'll go back and forth. Oh, oh, oh no! Whoa. That's uh, fucking wretched. Uh, are those snakes in there? Uh, those are snakes in there. Like with like a Medusa. That is a very undead Medusa. Oh, this is a glass Medusa. No. Don't look at it. <laughs> Don't worry. It can't hurt you through the screen. That would have been a very foolish way to build it the second time. The second time. The second time. <laughs> we don't talk about the first time. That's a prototype. Yeah. Not marketable. Yeah. Apparently, nobody talks about the first time, which is probably good because you've, you've, uh, you've, you, you, you know, you got to keep your trade secrets. And <laughs> nobody's gonna be telling any secrets up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, that first time, um, citywide issue. Hmm. Um, Gavin, you, you were sort of taking the lead on this. I know you're, you're helping, but I'm gonna let Gavin make the role. Uh, it sounds like you want to do persuasion, maybe. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to. Well, so sir, I would like to. Uh, I would like to uh, perhaps offer you a an exclusive marketing arrangement between uh, between my little band here mm -hmm. and you, and uh, and to the exclusion of all else, unless you wish to name a a, a, a partner such as C ten C four C ten C four was his cousin. <laughs> he was an, he had an explosive personality. So are you interested? And uh, I will persuade. Mm. 12. Uh, actually, I'm going to use one of my fucking points. This is a good place for it. Yeah. I can only do this once. Make it count. My dice are fucking ass nuggets. <laughs> Bless you. So that's now um, 15. That's, well, that's good. That makes it easy. Gavin is talking coalition to marketing opportunities. Yes. Um, and exclusive rights. This is Here's actually your calling. This is the perfect opportunity for you. He goes, uh, well, I... won't beef this one. <laughs> I start. I started by building the uh, the apparatuses, like the one you piloted here, the self-contained, uh, the, the, yeah, the self-contained underwater, underwater uh, uh, yeah, boating apparatus, yeah, boating apparatus, the, sco <laughs> the scoba. Um, <laughs> and I found that the problem with that was that there was not enough air for for a prolonged voyage. There was only five hours of air for two people. So uh, we went into the mountains to um, 
to look for portal technology, and we wanted to find the city of glass on the way. It was more of a tourist trap than anything. I wasn't too interested in the glass. Yeah. But what we did find was portal technology. I wanted to open a portal inside of the apparatus to the elemental plane of air. So there'd be unlimited oh, air. Nice. But then we went to hell. It was oh. not where I was planning on ending up. It was very frustrating. Mm. Um, so do you think an apparatus like that would be something that you're interested in? Um, I think an apparatus by itself would be very, very interesting. I'm not sure a, a portal to hell is, is you know, I don't think, it's not a box set, right? <laughs> one, one, they're, they're not, a, they're, one, one can operate without the other, right? And portal to the elemental plane of air for a spell jamming vessel. He couldn't make it to air, we would have to... Now, he said a lot of time to work on it, he said prototypes, you don't talk about those. Have you been able, to, have you perfected the uh, elemental plane of air portal in the time, in the interval? It's all theoretical, but yes. 